Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of the Wex Appeal Podcast, Barbells, Beats, and Buffoonery. I am your host Wex and man, I have a great show for you today. Uh, I hope that you've enjoyed the bonus episodes that you got this week. Monday we had our episode with Tommy Marquez. He pulled a two for one and he did the Monday music and he also did the Wex Wednesday workout and he announced both of those and I hope you enjoyed those episodes. They were a lot of fun to record. Uh, especially the rock one. And uh, if you haven't got a chance to go uh, check out the playlist for the rock festival that Tommy Marquez and myself created and, uh, and, and, you know, our fantasy, our fantasy picks, it is worth the listen. Great to work out to. Uh, I will tell you that for a fact, it is great music motivating. If you are into that genre of music, nineties and two thousands, if you're, if you're my age, that's right in your wheelhouse. So uh, go check it out. Check out the Spotify playlist. Uh, link is in the bio. Um, also, uh, you know, if you go back a few pages on Instagram and check out the posts, I've got the links and all the stuff there posted. So go check it out. I hope you enjoyed it. I had a great week this week. Um, the workout, uh, if, you, if, you, if you're checking it out or if you tried it out, please go on to the post and post your time and scores and how you did and everything that went along with it. Um, Tommy tried to kill me on Wednesday. If uh, if, if you are following along at home, uh, the gym that I go to actually had a workout that morning programmed that was all deadlifts and uh, deadlifts, heavy deadlifts, and then wall balls. And uh, then, of course, the workout of the week, if you go back and look at it, was uh, deadlifts and wall balls. So... I'm going to be honest, I was hurting the next day. I was hurting on, on, on Thursday, and uh, but I'll be back. I'll be back at it on Friday. Good to go. Ready, ready set, go. Um, my guest today is a amazing, amazing athlete. Uh, she was a collegiate-level gymnastics, um, gymnastics athlete, transferred over to weightlifting. She did bodybuilding. She did CrossFit. And she is the four-time fittest American on Earth from the CrossFit Games. And I, th- I think she's actually qualified for the Games. She's actually competed at the Games six times. I believe she's qualified seven times, um, not including last year where, unfortunately, she was out with COVID, uh, kind of came on right, at the, right before the Games started, and she was unable to compete, which she talks a little bit about the disappointment of that. But my guest today is Carrie Pierce, and she is an absolute ball of sunshine. She is so much fun to talk to, so much fun to listen to and chat with, and she has a million things going on. And we get into her transition from retiring from competitive, being a CrossFit athlete, to running businesses, still maintaining her fitness level. Um, I, I I would venture to say she's still more fit as a retired CrossFit Games athlete than 99.9% of the population on earth. She is just an absolute joy to talk to. And uh, you know when you go back and listen to episodes and then you're like, oh man, I wish I would ask that. I did have some questions I wish I would have asked her about. Um, One of the things I wanted to ask Carrie about was about uh, a pair of shoes that she has that are custom hand-painted. And at the end of this episode, I'm actually going to do a big shout-out to... uh, to brush by Chan and we're going to talk about her shoes and what she's doing and the custom pair that you can get yourself by ordering from her and, uh, and checking it out. But we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show, but she has said that she'll come back on the show. Um, and you know, so we'll get back into, into some of those things. So my guest today, ladies and gentlemen, the amazing Miss Carrie Pierce. All right, well, Carrie, we are recording live, and thank you for being here with me today on the Wex Appeal Podcast. Um, how are you doing? How is how is uh, retired life treating you? Um, how, how, how is life right now in uh, out there? And you're, you're you're in Vegas right now. Yep, I'm great. Life is great. It's definitely very different uh, with the retired from CrossFit life. It's actually like been a lot busier, just different, like business busy, which is like a lot different because it'll be like in the middle of the day it's like oh can you jump on a call oh yeah whereas before it was like no like I'm training I can't and so it's just I feel like it's a lot 
I have to be a lot more lenient um, with what I can do. Like there was a day I was in the middle of a workout, but there was an important business thing. So I was like, yes, I can make that happen. So I was like, just stop everything. And I've been working out in my garage more because it's just easy. Um, and just staying at home, I'll go into the gym like once or twice a week, but I've just been busy with business and we have a lot coming up. So I'm like, this is my priority. It's nice. Like having that mental shift too, because when you compete, like when you're training and stuff, it's, it's a lot, but it's been a good, a good shift and life is great. That's awesome. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see you transition into, you know, into business and kind of doing that whole thing, but also obviously with the rest of the, the fan base, we're all disappointed and not be able to see you out on the competition floor. We love, you know, love seeing you out there and loved, you know, kind of following your career. You know, I, I, I guess you could say I came into CrossFit kind of a little bit later. Um, you know, I came into CrossFit around when Matt started, you know, kind of winning. <laughs> kind of, kind of. I, I cool. guess, I guess it would be like the Chase Ingram told me that it's like the second or third guard at that point. <laughs> it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a changeover, but you know, kind of in that era, um, kind of the tail end of of Rich and kind of the individual stuff that he was doing, but then you know, transitioning to teams, of course. Um, so I've got to see you kind of in, you know, in that whole you know time frame as well. So it's been really fun watching you and kind of seeing the things that you've done. Um, fittest American for four years. That was you know, quite, quite an accomplishment there. And, uh, we, I'm, how can I not remember who, no, yeah. You're the last American to be on the podium. I was going to say, I was trying to remember who was on last year, but nope, you were the, you're the, the last American to be on the podium. So, um, it's been fun watching you, you know, with all those sorts of things. So kind of getting into like the, you know, where you're going, tell me a little bit about, you know, business now. Um, I know you had power abs, and now you've got a new program coming out as well, or, or that has already has already released, which is, I see you on social media keeping very busy. <laughs> so tell me, tell me yeah. how that's going and, and what all that is, and how people can find it as well. Yeah. So yeah, we actually started Power Abs in December 2018. Um, so it's been around a little while, and we started it. So a gentleman like reached out to me and was asking originally about CrossFit, like gymnastic stuff he is a master was a master's athlete well I guess you know still is master's athlete and went in to learn handstand push-ups and gymnastics stuff and he's like you would be perfect for it and then as we started getting working together his assistant and her husband were like you have amazing abs you need to come out with an abs program um so it kind of started there and we've been working hard on it ever since like continuing to build it it did it, we planned on starting it off as this like side hobby like pet project kind of thing like it'll be cool you know to help people strengthen their core or you know work more on their abs and then it really just like started taking off um and for me like that was perfect because when I met Larry back in 2018 um this is the business gentleman Mm -hmm. and I was talking about my future for CrossFit and I was like I have probably three maybe four years left in the sport and then I want to have something else that I can fall back on when I'm done competing and like he was laughing because he's like, it's funny that you like knew back then about how much longer you had just because being an athlete, like I knew I was like mentally and physically, like that's probably about when I'll be done. Um, so since then, yeah, it's, it's really taken off. We have almost 200,000 people around the world oh, doing wow. either power abs, power glutes. Power, yeah. We have like a full line now. It started off as power abs. And yeah, now it's like all different body parts. And then the newest one we have fit, which is our high intensity program, um, that released a little over a month ago. And mm-hmm. then we just had fit strength, um, which is based strength training. Um, we mainly target it to women cause you know, they tend to shy away from it or be told or are told that they shouldn't be strong or have muscles. So we definitely wanted to dive into that. That's awesome. And, and, you, you kind of touched on a little bit about, you know, being an example for women. Uh, we've talked, you know, we talked a little bit just offline a second ago about, you know, an inspiration to my daughter and, uh, you got, you got to be introduced in the world, got to be introduced to, uh, to Stella a week one of the open. She got to ask you, um, what is, you know, what advice would you give a kid who wants to you know be in the CrossFit games? And you told her, get into gymnastics. And <laughs> I think I messaged you after, um, she's done up until this year, she had done all of about three weeks of gymnastics over the past three summers. She just did a week, you know, camp. And after this year, after talking to you and then after doing her camp this year, the coach came to us and said, we need her on the competition team. 
So now she is on the competition team. She's doing a program next week, I think, right before Christmas. And then she's got her first actual competition coming in January. And uh, and she and I actually just competed on Saturday in a CrossFit competition. So she is she's all over the place and, and taking taking to heart the things that you said. But I want to thank you as a, as a father of young daughters for being an example of women being strong and it, it being okay. <laughs> that is that has been a big thing, um, especially you know. I mean, you've seen it, of course, in in the CrossFit community of people. Oh, well, I don't want to get bulky. Well. You can you can still be a woman and be strong. That's and you're a perfect example of that. What um what are some things kind of going back because I know you came from gymnastics, but I don't I don't know you know too much about kind of where you started like and what your big influences you know kind of getting into sports originally, um and how that evolved and I'll get to the question that my daughter wants to ask you um in that. So where did where did it all start? And kind of how did it evolve? Um, So it started, I started gymnastics with my sister when I was three years old. My sister was five and my parents wanted to put her in gymnastics. So they figured, well, Carrie would be sitting there watching anyway. So why don't we put her in with her sister? Um, And I guess I should rewind even before then, like my parents met at a gym. So my parents are both very into fitness, very into just being healthy, being fit. They were both athletes themselves. Um, And so they put us all in sports. Like they put me in a lot of other sports besides gymnastics, but that was the one that I chose. And like I said, started it at a very, very young age. Um, Then I did that for 18 years, finished at the University of Michigan. Um, And then after that, like I knew I was going to be done with gymnastics. So I decided to do weightlifting. Um, I did a strength conditioning internship at the University of Michigan as well to learn more about athletic performance and then also just learn about weightlifting and the movements myself. Um, Then I did a physique show. Then I got into powerlifting and then I started CrossFit um, in November of 2014 just because I had a little birdie in my ear. One of my friends from college was telling me I'd be really good at CrossFit and I was done with gymnastics 18 years had enough of it, but I didn't, and I didn't want to train in gymnastics, but I didn't know that CrossFit was like barely anything of it. So my friend told me, and then I finally saw it on ESPN was like, okay, she's right. Like there is some minimal gymnastics, but it's not tumbling. It's not balance beam. Sure. Um, it's handstand walking and things that are a lot of fun. Yeah. It's the fun parts of parts of gymnastics. <laughs> it can kind of yeah. mix, not, not mixed the, in with not strength. Not fortified piece of wood. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is which is neat that you you kind of trans- made that transition from gymnastics over to CrossFit. Uh, the question that my daughter had that you know she wanted me to ask is, when did you first find your love for CrossFit, and how did you you know basically you you alluded to it a little bit you know with your friend kind of telling you this is this is something you should try out, but like what 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 was that thing that got you like what was that thing that that struck you and and made you love the sport. So the one thing, and this is everyone, I feel like a lot of people are going to laugh at this, but it was competing at the games in 2015. So I started CrossFit in November of 2014. And then, yes, I made the CrossFit games six months after starting CrossFit. But it was because of my gymnastic background. I had some weightlifting and just all of, I feel like a lot of mental training and my mental toughness. Um, So I had seen CrossFit, like I said, I had a friend um, that was a little birdie in my ear. You should do CrossFit. And it wasn't until I saw it on ESPN in 2014 when Julie Fouché made it on the podium. And obviously like Camille was competing there and Camille won. Um, And I saw that and that's kind of what made me want to start. So I'm like, Oh, I, I do think I could be pretty good at this. Like my friend was right, but I had a powerlifting competition in November. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do the powerlifting competition already committed to it. And then after that, I was like, okay, I want to start CrossFit. And after like I was learning everything, I knew how to do strict pull-ups, strict handstand push-ups, but I didn't know how, any of the technique for butterfly kipping, anything like that. Um, so started to learn. Never had been on a rower before. Learned how to row. Couldn't run a mile at the time because I was a power lifter. So I started to learn like all these things, doing endurance, um, which I never really had much of in the past. I did a little bit of running um, for a short period of time, but nothing like CrossFit asks for. 
And then I did the my first open in 2015 and did well, ended up making regionals. Um, I think I finished 14th in our region. And then at regionals, I finished third and the top five went to the CrossFit Games. Yep. And then I got to compete at the CrossFit Games. And at the time, I didn't realize like what, like how good that was. Everyone was just like in awe that I like made. I was like, oh, you know, like, okay, it's fine. And then competing at the CrossFit Games and I got 21st. And yeah. I remember a lot of people are like, wow, that's great. Like you got 21st at your first CrossFit Games. Like that's incredible that you made it. And then you did that well. And I was like, 21st, like 21st sucks. I don't want to be 21st. <laughs> and I think it was because I was so new to the sport and I just excelled so quickly. Don't get like, obviously I had a perfect background. People are like, oh, yeah. you crossed it for six you months. Didn't, you didn't just I'm walk like, off yes. the street and, and just, you know, you didn't just, you know, get off the couch one day and say, oh, you know what? I'm going to try my hand at CrossFit. Yeah, no. And so it was like that extensive background, but focusing on CrossFit and being that successful early on was like, just imagine how good I could be if I actually knew what to expect going to the CrossFit games, because I had never touched a wheelbarrow or sandbags or a yoke. And like, I mean, even like my training, I trained like two to three hours a day, which compared to, you know, when I finished my career was like four to six. So it was kind of that moment where I was just like, I think I can be really good at this. And then I also just love like CrossFit reminded me of gymnastics in that there's so many different things you can learn and perfect and get better at like gymnastics. You have the different apparatuses and different skills mm -hmm. in CrossFit. There's just, I mean, obviously the endurance weightlifting and gymnastics, but there's so many things that go into all of those pieces. So I think that's, you know, what ended up just like keeping me going, competing at the CrossFit game is what was the moment that I was like, I like this and I want to continue. And then the variety is what kept me going. That's, that's awesome. And, and I think that's, I think we can all relate to that. And I think that's the biggest thing with CrossFit is that, you know, you can watch people do, you know, all these different sports. You can watch people do gymnastics. You can watch people do, you know, football, baseball, basketball, whatever sport, but you never know what it feels like to actually, you know, take the professional floor. Like I'm never going to, I'm never going to suit up for an NFL team. <laughs> I can go out in the backyard and play football, but I'm never going to know what that feels like but I can go into a gym and know what it feels like to push myself in a workout that they just announced at the games. You know, I can push myself through a workout, you know, in the open right alongside the best and know where I stack, which is not very good. <laughs> quite, fine, quite down there. Matter. You know, I, 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 yeah. I figure if I can stay in the, in the 50 percentile, you know, right in the middle, I'm good. Um, you know, I'm just trying to keep myself healthy and stay around for my kids. That's, that's my goal at, you know, I'm 41 years old, so I'm not trying to, you know, go to the master's you know, division or anything like that. I've got a, I've got aspiring children that want, <laughs> that want to go do that and take over the, take over the teen division in what, six years. Um, so, you know, that, but, but I can relate to what it feels like to go and do those workouts. So that's the thing I love about CrossFit and also the camaraderie and how everybody kind of I mean, it, it, I, I've never met a nicer community. Like, it's been just an amazing group of people. Um, you know, from going to the games and, and volunteering, I've, I've volunteered for 18, 19, and 21. Um, I was there, you know, those the, the, the past three years it's been in Madison. And uh, everybody's been fantastic. So um, kind of transitioning to, you know, kind of this whole last year. Um, I know, it's you know, it was crazy with, with COVID in 2020. You took the podium. That I'm sure that probably made it easier, but I'm sure it wasn't easy to walk away this year with uh, with the way things went down. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Well, and so for me, like I actually was thinking of retiring last year after I had made the podium, and I was like, to be honest, like I sat, I talked with my coach, and I was like, Justin, like to be honest, like I'm happy with everything I've done in the sport. Like now I've made the podium, and I can check that off the list. Like this has been a crazy year and just because of the craziness of COVID and not knowing if the games was going to happen, if it was going to happen in what capacity and like major props to CrossFit for making it happen, because I feel like it could have been really easy for them just to be like, no, like and no other sports are happening. Like even the Olympics postponed that. And so like, we're going to postpone, but they were like, no, like we're going to make this happen. But also for the athletes, like it was very tough. Like when you're, competing at the highest level and you're pushing yourself four to six hours a day 
to peak at a certain time and then that time changes, mm-hmm. you go from July, end of July, beginning of August, end of August, beginning of September, end of September. Okay, that's stage one. And then now you have to stay fit for another couple weeks to do stage two. And so just like physically, yes, obviously it's very taxing. It's very tiring, but it's mentally just the day in, day out, like pushing yourself to the max. Um, that took a big toll on me. And so like after that, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be done. But then Bethany Shadburn and Danielle Brandon moved to Las Vegas and training just became a lot more fun with them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, now they're here. Like I can't leave now. And it was just like so much fun just getting to hang out with them. And I mean, I'm like, okay, I'm getting fitter. I'm getting stronger. I PR'd my snatch and my clean and jerk. And I was just feeling good, like getting to train with them every day. You know, you're training with two of the other top 10 girls in the world. Like, of course you're going to get better. Um, So I was ready to retire last year, but then ended up pushing another year because it was just, it was a lot of fun with them. Yeah. And, and I can speak for everyone in saying that we wish we could have seen you and Bethany on the floor it, it, it was getting there and hearing the news. It was like, Oh, and I can only imagine what it felt like for you guys. Like that's for us watching, but for you guys who were ready and primed and you guys look so good at West coast, you know? Yeah. Uh, it was, it, that's, that's rough. What, um, what, if any, what, if anything was a takeaway from that, you know, that, that you took from that? Yeah. So for me, I, Obviously, is a bummer, but at the end of the day, like the amount of people that reached out that just like showed that they cared and showed that they loved me for like more than being an athlete or being a professional CrossFitter or being super fit or whatever was just like incredible. I had so many friends, family, even like just like fans and things reaching out, just being like, I hope you're okay, like thinking of you, missing you missing watching you compete and stuff. So just, it shows you how much of an impact you make on so many people. And yes, like you still get that when you compete and when you do well, when you compete, but I feel like it shows it even more when you don't get to compete. And when you're like, not at your high, when you're almost like, like when you're out of low, you know? And so it was really cool. Just all of the support and everything that I got from that. Awesome. Awesome. What, um, so what is your role going forward now with, uh, with underdogs? And this is actually one of my coaches. One of my coaches um, actually asked this question. I, I put it out to my, you know, to my group. And he said, "What, uh, what role with underdogs or uh, or Justin are you going to have moving forward after retirement?" Yeah. So right now, I'm actually just taking a little bit of time away, just like mentally. Like I, like I go into the gym like once or twice a week just to work out with them, to have fun. Um, I've been doing more EMOMs. I haven't really been doing as many for time workouts. I, I, I saw one. I saw one of those with uh, Bethany. I think Bethany posted you and her going back yeah. and forth on the GHD and losing count, <laughs> which, <Yeah. laughs> which we've all been there. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Because I was like, I'm pretty sure that was 15, and she like goes to do another, and I was like, well, I guess one more. Why not? Yeah, why not? Um, but yeah, like EMOMs and stuff are great. I cherry picked one that was thrusters and bar muscle ups. I'm like, I know I can do well at this one. It was like a a four and a half minute workout. I was like, okay, got it. Um, but other than that, I was like, I'm not mentally ready to like train with them or push or lift super heavy weight, but I've been like just jumping in, um, randomly. And I talked to Justin a little bit about it. Cause I definitely want to somehow be involved with underdogs. Um, and I think we'll talk, I told him I wanted till the new year, um, to talk a little bit more about how I can work with the team. Sure. Um, but I'm thinking some sort of like, in some sort of capacity with mental, mental toughness and mental, like just getting inside of their heads, especially the top athletes to yeah. see what they're thinking. Um, and just to get them to the next level, like to be honest, like being on the podium, it took everything I had, like every minute of every day. Yes. I like still had my business and I was doing that, but it really was like your training, your eating, your sleeping, and you don't have a social life. You're not watching Netflix. Like the time that you have free is, working on my business. And so I just, I want to work with the athletes and kind of make them understand that like, okay, what are your goals? Are your actions matching your goals? Okay. Now that like, you know, we get that solidified, then what is your thought process on a day to day basis? Like when you're in a workout, even before a workout, what are you doing to recover? Like just kind of looking at their lives and like the top athletes, like I said, not like, you know, like, the athletes that are looking to go like the athletes that are looking to go to the games and be the best at the games. Um, and so kind of, I guess like 
life-ish slash mental coach. Sure. In a long, long roundabout way. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be, and be gym mom at the same time. Just come in and, <laughs> right. you know, pick them up, you know, put them back together, you know, get them on their yeah. way. Yeah. I, I love it. Like, why are you guys frowning? Smile. Let's go. Be yeah. positive. Put a smile on your face. They're like, this you, is fun. They're like, you weren't here for the last three workouts. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're like, yeah, I'm well rested. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. Um, but that's what I said too. I was like, I came in and did well in a workout because I'm not doing nearly the weight or the volume. I'm feeling good. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and I will say, just just in watching that group. And kind of, you know, from what I see on social media, and I know social media is kind of a different picture from, you know, from the reality of the day in and day out, but you seem to have a pretty mentally tough group. Um, just with the adversity that you guys faced last year, um, the whole crew, um, from Danielle getting to actually compete, but in a bubble, um, you know, to Bethany, you know, she just always seems to put her head down and just keep working um, you as well. And, and it just seems like you have a mentally tough group there. Um, I don't know if it goes along with the underdog name. <laughs> it's just, you know, yeah. we're the underdog. So we're going to, you know, scrap and fight, you know, harder than anybody else. But um, I, I, that's something that I really appreciate with, you know, from seeing in that group, how, how do you see the dynamic kind of morphing and changing, you know, a little bit with, uh, you know, kind of going forward with you, stepping out of the competition side of it, um, you know, and them, you know, bringing in obviously the, you know, I'll say the, you know, air quotes, controversial pick of bringing in Ricky and, and things like that. Where do you kind of see the group going? Like, how's, how's everything going with that? Yeah, the group has definitely expanded. Um, so there, there's a couple other athletes that are now training, um, with the underdogs group. One is Allison Scuds, who was oh, yeah. captain of the demo team. Yep, and she moved from California with her boyfriend, Raph, because she just felt that something was missing in her training, and it was just, like, a group to train with. Um, so she recently moved, and I, like, joked around with her. She's like, I want what you, Bethany, and Danielle had last year. I was like, you have it. You just took my space, my yeah. spot. So there you go. Um, and she's amazing. I think she just needs some other people to train with just to push her a little bit more on a daily basis. You know, you're training alone it's hard to bring yourself up to push yourself sure. um, day in, day out. So, and she's like in the right headspace. Like she's a super nice girl. I think she fits in perfectly. And then her boyfriend is awesome as well. Um, and so both of them just started training. And then there's a girl named Alex and she competed at West coast. She just turned 20 and she's gotten so strong so quickly. Um, and she's just, even her body's changed um, over the last couple of months. So I'm mm -hmm. excited to see, where she goes and then yeah and then justin working with ricky he's going to be competing um in dubai here in a couple weeks so i'll be interested to see how he does um it seems like from the times and things justin has said like he's super fit um so i think he's competing there and i think he's also going to be competing at wadapalooza um in january gotcha so it'll be interesting to see if he ends up like coming out here to train or what that ends up looking like but i mean i think like talking to Bethany, she's like, you taught us a lot. So I think from a lot of the things that like, you know, we all gained with the group, I think Bethany and Danielle will definitely be able to like bring that through the crew um, with anything, you know, I was able to offer. And like I said, I'm still going to be around and I'll, I'll probably be around a little bit more in January as I like kind of get mentally away from things and talk to Justin about how I can help um, him with, with the crew. Gotcha. Um, and I'm, and I'm sure Danielle and Bethany both are coming into this season with a little chip on their shoulder. I mean, it just, they just, they seem yeah. to, they seem to operate better that way. <laughs> yeah. And they're both super fit. Like to be honest, like last year I was like, I'm really bummed for myself, obviously, because I felt really fit, even though, you know, last year was like for fun. Um, but Bethany was just so fit. So yeah fit everywhere everything she it was the first year she was actually healthy going into the games no year even when she placed eight at the games she wasn't healthy and it's just like people haven't seen the real bethany shabber like west coast i feel like was like kind of a sneak peek of it but even for the games like she was even more fit but she's super positive and she's like you know i'm just gonna keep getting better um so i'm really excited to see her take the competition floor and danielle she's even like, I feel like she's more dialed in her, her back has been bothering her a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as just like 
her mentality and stuff, like just seeing her the bit that I have and even competing with her at Rogue, like her mentality has changed even a little bit more since the games that she's just like even more focused because she is such, such a talented athlete. Yeah. Um, but she likes, you know, she likes to have fun. So I think if we can just like, you know, have her a little more focused, then shoot, she'll easily be top five at the games. Yeah. And, and I mean, some of the performances she put up were just mind blowing. At, at the games just yeah. incredible yeah. what um so are you so january are you coming are you coming out to wadapalooza to just kind of hang out and spectate and be a fly on the wall or you got stuff going on there or what's what's up for wadapalooza yeah i'm gonna be at wadapalooza and i'm actually really excited to be like on the other side of things especially because so many people are gonna be there um my boyfriend is competing so i was like i'm gonna come i'm gonna watch you and then actually for Power Abs, so the guy in charge of Power Abs uh, lives down there. And okay. so I'm going to get – we're going to schedule a few, like, business meetings um, with different either potential partners or things that we have in the works um, for Power Abs. And then just getting to walk around and getting to enjoy hanging out and seeing people. I was like, I'm going to have to, like, work out in the morning before I go because I have a feeling when I'm there uh, I'm probably going to get trapped. And But it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm excited to – like I said, just hang out with people and actually get to like meet them and talk with them and not be like, oh yeah, selfie later because I got to go cool down or I got to go warm up or I got to go do this or focus on competing. So I'm, yeah. I'm really excited to be on the other side of things and just enjoy it that way. And uh, Wadapalooza is always such a fun competition. I actually, I was like, oh, I want that to be my last one, but I was like, mentally, I don't have it in me to train a couple more, more months. So I was like, rogue and then i'll get to go to wadapalooza and spectate and enjoy it from the other side that'll be awesome well i will be there it'll actually be my first time there um and i don't know which side i'm going to be on either volunteer or media it's kind of up in the air so i might be dabbling in a little bit of both so definitely well i'll have to come say hi <laughs> come come find you yeah but uh you know kind it's of so getting, fun yeah and it's really neat seeing athletes outside of the competition floor because i've i so i've i've Bennett, like I said, I was at the games for three years, so I've seen, like, in the competition setting, you don't want to say anything to to an athlete. Like, you don't even, like, at least me. There are some people that don't care, and, and, I, and I get that side of it. But, like, for me, I know what it, you know, I know what it feels like to go on a competition floor, and you don't really want to worry about taking selfies and, you know, signing autographs and doing all this sort of stuff. I mean, nobody's asking for my autograph for selfies, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but, you know. But still, if you... If you had something else to do yeah it takes a lot away yeah it's so you know i see these athletes with their you know laser focused and you know kind of in their element and one of the things that i did the past two two times i was at the games was um the vip tours so i would actually i was in the madison club and i would take um tours for the people from madison club all the way around the entire facility so we would go back in the athlete area and that's what i would tell them i was like listen they are in competition form don't talk to anybody like unless they say something to you leave them alone, let them focus, let them do what they need to do. And, you know, maybe after you can, you know, after everything's done, you can find them, you know, find them after and get a selfie or say hi or things like that, but leave them alone while they're, you know, while they're getting ready because that preparation is so just focused. So you're going to get to yeah. see the whole other side of it. And actually it was really cool. This past year I hung out um, in Madison the day after. And I mean, I probably shouldn't say this on, on a podcast, you know, to, you know, give away the secret, but if you want to meet athletes, stay around Madison downtown on Monday after the games, because everybody's there. Um, you know, I ran into, you know, I, I ran into Patrick Vellner, um, uh, Tia and Shane, just hanging out, getting coffee. Um, I saw Danielle out there, you know, just walking around downtown. <laughs> so I mean, but, and everybody was so relaxed and cool and laid back and super nice, um, because they weren't in that competition mode, you know? So I think people don't understand, you know, when they run into somebody at the games, if an athlete's short with you, it's because they're focused. It's not because they're mad. They're just, they're focused on a goal and something they've been training for. And if you, you know, watch anything that what they're doing, it's hard. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, and it's, I like joke around with people because I'm like, it's kind of like if someone were to bother you at work, like you're doing work, you're in the zone, like it's the same thing. Like when someone's trying to compete and you're trying to distract them, it's like, no, like what if you were making a big presentation right now? So I'm like, training is basically like work, sure. but then like competing is like a big presentation. Like you're not going to go up 
when someone's in the middle of a presentation and be like, oh, can I get a selfie with you? Like, yeah. Or, or directly after that's, that's the other one. That's, that's hilarious because you see what these athletes are doing. You, you see, you know, how they're almost, you know, dead after because of, you know, what Dave has put you guys through <laughs> that, that particular, that particular event. And then you want to walk up and be like, Hey, I know you can't lift your arms right now, but can you sign this? <laughs> so, um, so well, I remember Justin, uh, my coach at Wadapalooza, one event that I won and I was like, people wanted to sign like me to sign things itself. And he's like, come here, you need to cool down. Like you're not here to take selfies and to sign things. Like, you need to pay attention to you. Cause it was like, I don't know, the third workout of the weekend. Sure. So I still had a lot. And he's like, you need to cool down. And I was like, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> not to mention, not to mention, I mean, it's livelihood. I mean, you're, you're mm-hmm. competing for a paycheck. <laughs> it's, it, you know, it's yeah. not, it's not just to get a pro, you know, not just to get a medal, you know, you guys are professional mm-hmm. athletes. So, you know, let you guys work, let let you guys do it. And, and when you're free, awesome. <laughs> So it'll be, yeah. it'll be really cool, um, to kind of see you on the other side of, you know, just kind of hanging out in, in Wadapalooza. Um, I, so something that I can't get out of the back of my mind since I heard that you retired. Um, so I gotta, I gotta throw this, I'm going to put, put the tinfoil hat on and go full on conspiracy theory. But, um, after this last year's games, there was a certain post from somebody in the under, in the underdogs camp that, took a shot at rich froning um tommy hackenbrook about you know putting a team together and he happens to be in vegas and then you've retired and allison's come over and you know from from leading up the demo team any chance that uh that you might go team (laughs) so this is something me and justin talked a little bit about especially when i told him that i was going to retire um he's like so what about team Um, but for me, like right now, no, I'm like, I think next year, I'm not going to say it is or isn't going to happen, but I was like this year, like, I'm like at a point where I'm just like mentally I'm done. Like I, I need a little break. I just need to have fun with it and just like focus on my business too, because it's been doing so well. It's like, you know, strike the iron while it's hot. And I'm really enjoying that and like helping other people in that capacity. Um, but I also heard Rich Froning like this might be his last year. And I was like, oh, like, take, I don't know, like puts you in the middle. It's like, take but that at shot at, time, take like, that shot at the champ while he's still, while he's still sitting up there. I <laughs> uh, know, but he's like, maybe it's my last year. So I don't really know, but I'm like, honestly, like I'm such an all in person that if I'm going to do it, then I'm going to be all in. Yeah. And I know right now, like where I'm at, like Justin's like, you don't need to decide until the new year. Like, you have plenty of time. You can take some time off because you'll still stay fit enough. And then you have all your skills, whatever, like we can be back. And I was like, okay, let me think about it. But I don't know. <laughs> it, it's hard to say right now. I'm so happy with like yeah. the way everything's going and just enjoying fitness for a little bit. Um, going from that like competitor mentality to not because too, like if I was going to go to the games and compete, I'm going to go there to win. Like yeah. I'm not going to go team just to have fun. Um, so I definitely like have thought about it, but good, good catch. Good it, catch. It's a, le- um, it's a legit, no, I mean, it's a legit argument that if you, if you, if you transferred over to teams, your, your team is in the top running. Like, well, cause co- we have like Tola's out here too, who's been on a team a couple of times and he's like gotten super fit, like running was a weakness and he's been running, running, running. Like his engine is incredible. And I was like, he would be so fun to be on a team with. And he's, amazing and then like you said yeah like allison scuds would be another amazing female um or even that alex girl she's super fit too um and super young but like i said i just i don't have it in me mentally i wish i did because i was like (laughs) that would be so much fun to go against rich uh but not this year well i'll put a pin in it and and we'll we'll see i won't i won't hold you to it either 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 way on it but i had to ask because it was it was just it, it was just sitting there like it's a perfect setup. So, yeah. um, so what, what, um, other than team, of course, what are some of the other things kind of, you know, that you're looking at in the next three to five years that's kind of got you excited, you know, because you were anybody who watches you compete and has heard you speak knows that you're a passionate person. Um, and that whatever you put yourself into, it is 
a hundred percent. So there has to be something else that, you know, obviously the business, you know, growing and, and that, but what is kind of those, those things that you want to nurture in the next three to five years that, that are kind of going to be things that you want to give back to, uh, to the community, I guess. Yeah, I feel like we kind of touched on it. Um, for me, yeah, just focusing on the business because it was so restricted with like what I could do with the time, like, you know, you're training four to six hours a day. And then even after that, it's not even that, like when you're done, I mean, some days we're done training at like three o'clock the rest of the day I'm toast. Cause I'm too tired to do anything. I don't have energy. Like even like mentally, I'm like to take, to write a pro, like a workout takes me three times as long than it normally would because my brain isn't functioning and I'm just like laying there like I'm so tired. <laughs> um, so just being able to focus more on that and just give back to the people there because the letters and everything we've gotten are just incredible. Like we actually just did a little survey and it was just how many people have said how much more confidence um, like they've gotten with doing power abs and how it's changed their lives. And it's there's a lot of, we're 80% women um, and there's a lot of mothers just saying that like this, they can make time for themselves because power abs is 10 minutes. And they're like, before I never was like, I was focused on my kids, but now I'm focused on myself. And because of that, like I have more energy to spend with my kids. Um, and so for right now, it is just mainly focusing on power abs. And now that we have fit and fit strength um, and continuing to grow those, because I was like, it is selfish because I like, you just get so fulfilled when you hear all these things about women that you're impacting, especially positively and like changing these lives. Um, so that's the main thing that I'm going to be focused on, uh, especially with these next couple of years. Um, and then in addition to that, uh, helping Justin figuring that out, but I also want to travel a lot. And something I've like kind of been thinking about is like, this is just like me spitballing, like sure. doing like a U.S. tour and like stopping around either at like different gyms or somehow having like different seminars, whether it's for like CrossFit gymnastics or for power abs or for fit or something like that. Because I love traveling. I love meeting people. I did a seminar tour um, over in Europe in 2017. Like we started in, I started in France. And then I went to um, Germany and then we were in Innsbruck, Austria, went to Netherlands, Belgium, went over to Ireland, um, did uh, gymnastics uh, seminars for CrossFit. Yeah. And I mean, I didn't call it CrossFit, can't call it CrossFit, but gymnastics sure. seminars for functional fitness. Um, and it was just so amazing getting to meet people. Because like you said earlier, like the CrossFit community is so awesome. And then even like outside of that, like we have a lot of people doing power ups outside of that community. So it'd just be fun just doing either like power abs classes together, just like meet and greet kind of things. I think would just be like so much fun. So I, I want to figure that out. It's still like very, very new. Cause I, like I said, just retired a Absolutely. little over a month ago. Yeah. Um, but these things have kind of been like spinning around in my head and I got invited to go overseas, like to Europe and do something and in Mexico. And I'm like, I feel like, I mean, that would obviously be cool, but I feel like, especially right now, like just going around the U S cause there's so many, amazing places here, um, that I could go and see. And I love meeting people and people are usually intimidated to meet me. So I like to just like go up and introduce myself and talk <laughs> to them. <laughs> well, well, that, that's actually one of, so one of the people in my gym, the, the head coach's wife was like, ask her if she'd come to come to Ocala and do, you know, like do an open workout with us or, or, you know, come, <laughs> come to tier one. So if you do put that, put that tour together, um, a stop in Florida, um, we definitely love to have you. That's for sure. Um, awesome. that's awesome. Cause I'm, I'm a huge, I, I love to travel as well. Um, uh, I actually just got to run, um, the Spartan race in Boston, uh, two, three weeks ago, be beginning in November, basically I'm probably about a month ago now, um, at Fenway park, which was absolutely incredible. Um, just, just, it was one of my bucket list things I wanted to do. I wanted to run a Spartan race. I ran it with my brother Wanted to run it with both my brothers, but uh, one of them, he just became a firefighter, so he could not get away. But we had a amazing time, and traveling is, you know, like you said, especially in the fitness community, not even just CrossFit, but just the fitness community in general. Um, you know, doing that Spartan race, like, everybody was just talking to each other. Like, we have no idea who, who you know, whoever anybody is, and we're talking back and forth as we're running this race or doing obstacles and things, and it's just a camaraderie. Um what have, have you thought about going into into something and like doing like a spartan type stuff like some of the like the obstacle course 
racing that just kind of like popped into my head as I was talking about Spartan. Yeah, I have thought a little bit about it. Um, we actually, it's like when we started power, it was like a couple of years ago in power as we had a, like, a big community of Spartan racers do power abs because they said it would help them. And it started off with just like one female doing it being like, Oh yeah, I did this and it helped me in my race hmm. and like posted in the Facebook group or something. Um, and I have thought about doing something. I definitely want to compete in something in the future. Like right now though, I'm like, I know I just want to like work out for fun, enjoy yeah. it. And then I'm like, and then I'll figure out what's next. Cause yeah. I have so many people are like, well, what are you, are you going to do Ninja warrior? Are you going to do, <laughs> um, Titan games? I don't know if they're still doing Titan games or not. Like, I, don't I don't know if there's another season, but they're like, well, if there is, or like something similar or yeah, Spartan or the Tough Mudder. So what are you, what are you going to do next? And I was like, I don't know. I need to like figure it out. I was like, right now I'm just like having fun, working out for fun and doing what I feel like when I want. Um, but I never say never. Cause I, I think just like doing different things is always fun, but I'm also like such an all in person that I'm like, I'm not going to do it to just do it. But I'm like, just, I feel like maybe I should, because it's like, you competed for so long. Like you prove yourself, you don't need to do anything more, but that's just yeah. who I am. But it definitely would be fun to do one because I wanted to do one when I was training in CrossFit, but the back of your mind, you're always like, am I going to get hurt? Is something going to happen? Yeah. I can't take that risk. Yeah. And, and, and those sorts of things obviously do happen. Um, yeah. So you want to make sure that you're, you're playing it safe. You know, that is, you know, when that, when that's your main livelihood, you don't want to venture off into the other, you know, the other things that might, might cause injury. Um, cause I did see a couple athletes do the, um, Spartan games, which I don't know if you saw that at all. Um, uh, like Sam Briggs, uh, I think, I think Christy Aramo O'Connell, I think she did it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple other CrossFit, you know, athletes jumped in, but it was interesting because they took people from all demographics. So it wasn't just CrossFit. It wasn't just OCR. They had, you know, marathon runners and, you know, decathletes and every, they had former NFL players and they put them all together and doing all these different things. It would be very cool to see, you know, it, it was a very interesting thing to watch. I think they could have done it a little bit better, but it was, it was very interesting to watch to kind of see all the different um, modalities and how they all shook out. But yeah, I saw a little bit of it and there was like some intense. Oh yeah. Like this, like runs and things like that. Like it looked very, very intense. Yeah. Yeah. They had one that was, I don't remember how long it was, but it was, I think like six or seven hours and they had to do loops in the mountains and whoever, you know, basically however many loops you got in that time frame, that's who won. So you had some people just quit quitting after, you know, X amount of, you know, X amount of times it was, it was crazy, but then you have the the decathlon runners who are just like, "This is just a day of training. <laughs> this is this is nothing." But then they put them in a pit to wrestle against each other, and they're you know taking a knee and not wanting to not wanting to touch anybody because you know they're they're super small because they're runners. Um, yeah. So what you know? Obviously, we know you know you know fitness has been a big part of your life. But what what is what are your interests outside? Of, you know, outside of just you know like traveling and things like that. What you know what's what does carrie pierce do to just have fun (laughs) go out unwind and (laughs) and just you know away from fitness kind of that that whole thing yeah so that's actually something i'm trying to figure out too because like i said until recently like when i lived it like i lived in new york city until a year ago um i moved to vegas in july during covid and like when i was there i mean i didn't really have a lot of free time but I would like go to Central Park and Riverside Park, which are just like two parks or go to museums um, on my days off just to go and do something different. Um, but since I've been out in Vegas, it's been super busy with training and then power abs and everything. So I don't have a lot. I didn't have a lot of like free time. Like there's a lot of good hikes here. So Red Rock Canyon's really close. And I would go over there to do some hiking um, in Lake Mead. It's like the biggest man-made lake is so cool. And I got an inflatable paddleboard for Christmas last year uh-huh. because it's just like so fun to go out on the lake and not worry about it. You can't have your phone. It's just like you, yourself, and you. And yep. like that's a lot of fun. And I actually looked up a few places like kind of close to here to go paddleboarding. Um, so I definitely want to like paddleboard in different places um, and even just like doing like different hikes and stuff. I guess that's that is kind of traveling, but traveling with a purpose. Yeah. And I got a like national park little booklet to like stamp the national parks you've been to. 
because my family's very into that. So I definitely want to travel more, but into the national parks. Um, and yeah, and I bought a trampoline for my retirement gift. And so I've been doing five flips a day. That's like my requirement. Okay. Um, and I, I started watching Netflix too, which is like crazy because <laughs> never really had too much time to do that before. So figuring out all these like normal people things, you know, it's yeah. great. You know, when you have all this downtime, you can, you know, watch a movie. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. And not feel guilty, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's the biggest thing. It's, it's awesome to see you kind of transitioning into this new thing. I, I mean, I feel like on top of the power abs and, and, you know, all the different, you know, things that you have going on with that, definitely motivational speaking could be something you could go into um, for sure. Doing, you know, speaking engagements and, you know, empowering people, empowering women, you know, to live a healthy lifestyle and, and be strong. I, I love that, that sentiment. And it's something I've tried to instill in my girls, but I mean, as a, as a guy, it's hard, you know, to, you know, to tell your girls, yeah, it's okay. Be strong. But for them to actually see role models that are living and breathing it and, you know, they can look up to, you know, you guys as athletes, um, way different from when I was growing up. Like, like, I don't like, I, I can count on one hand, like the, the amount of women I saw in sports that was like, they were athletic and they were powerful and could be a role model. Um, and when they were, it was something almost gimmicky, if you would, with like, um, American gladiators. <laughs> I absolutely loved that show growing up as a kid. Uh, one of my favorite shows of all time, but it was very gimmicky as far as a show. So it wasn't showing women really, you know, strong and powerful um, in a good light, I would say. Like, I, I think it was a little bit jilted with, with that. So I love that, you know, you're leading the charge with that. And, um, you know, as I said, my, you know, Stella, who you've, who you've talked to, um, you know, they got a book for Christmas a couple of years ago that, um, that is actually called Strong is Pretty. And it goes through and shows like all these women in sports that are strong, but show that they can be women as well. Like it's, it's not a, you know, it's not a slight against them. So I love that you're leading that charge. Thank you. And that's so cool. Like they're so lucky to have a father like you. Um, and because yeah, like, I mean, I, I'm 32, so I grew up during a similar time. And when I like think back, like when I was in gymnastics, you know, it was like, obviously like you're strong because you have to do what you have to do. But then also like, you can't be too muscular because then you're too big. And they just like look down upon that. And even yeah. after college, it was like, Oh no, you need to be skinny. Like even in college. Um, and so I think like there is starting to become more, uh, more popular that women can have muscles and be stronger, but still I feel like we're fighting against society until a point where it is like a hundred percent acceptable. And, I see a lot of other athletes that are just like getting these comments from men or women. It doesn't matter that mm -hmm. are saying like, why do you have muscle? You look like a man. And you know, we need to get past that. And obviously, and even like just digging into science, like yeah. looking at all the benefits of being strong, like women, especially, you know, as they get older in age, like fighting against osteoporosis. Um, and even like we dug into the science too, just seeing the benefits of strength training and like, even like reducing the risk of like diabetes and things like that. I mean, it's not just about like how you look, but it's also just health wise. Um, so it's been really cool. Yeah. It's been really cool to like, for me to look at, look at all of that and then help bring it to light and be something that I can spread. And it actually is really funny that you talked about motivational speaking because that is also something that I've started to gain a little interest in. I got to do a speech at, um, like in front of some of the people, the air force base here. And oh, wow. it, that was really cool. Cause they went, they like the guy that uh, introduced me to them is in the air force. And he's like, you would be a perfect person to come and speak about women, successful women and what's made you successful. So that was a lot of fun. And I was like, Oh, this would be like something else really cool to do. So I'm glad you reminded me of that. And I think, that would be fun just to relate to women and share my story and my successes and failures so that others can learn from that, you know, especially the younger generation. That is, that is fantastic. And it's, and it, I, it's so important, especially with, I mean, I just had this conversation with my daughters this morning about, about like social media with the way that social media is right now. And 
I my oldest daughter is twelve. My middle daughter is eight. Um, then I've got two boys underneath them, so I got four kids. So very very busy. But um, just had the conversation with them. They're talking about oh well, our friends are on TikTok and our friends are on you know Instagram and Facebook and all sorts of stuff. I'm like I don't want you guys to have social media right now. You you don't understand it. You don't understand the influence that it has on you. You don't understand the, like the things that are just just uh, it's a barrage it's it literally is getting information with a fire hose and a lot of it is just bad information and you know to be able to point them okay we can look here at these people these are these are your role models these are the people that we want to look up to um because they have this set of values and to see the people in the crossfit realm really have those values and my oldest daughter she doesn't really have any interest in crossfit or or you know in in that she's big into horses and goes that whole route which is a whole different story <laughs> but uh you know but she also knows that to deal with horses she has to have a baseline of fitness she has to be strong to deal with these massive animals so you know we we make sure that we incorporate some of that as well so it's really good for her for both of them to actually see like I said, positive influences doing good things as opposed to the barrage of things that they're finding on YouTube and on, you know, TikTok and, and all that sort of stuff. So it's a it's a weird, weird world that we live in. I mean, when you and I grew up, it, it, it was not, you know, I, I was actually just talking to somebody the other day. We would go out for hours upon end and our parents had no idea where we were. We didn't have cell phones. We were just out running around, but it was safe, you know, per se. Yeah. And now it's, now it's just, (laughs) so, Mm -hmm. well, Carrie, we are, we're about out of time. I don't want to take too much more of your time up, but thank you so much for just, again, being a great example for the community and, and for my daughters personally, but, um, you know, and thank you for taking this time to, uh, to come on the show. Of course. That was a really good conversation. I enjoyed it a lot. And I feel like people are going to get a lot from this Awesome. And, and one more time, tell everybody how they can find you, um, and all, all the programs that you have going on right now. Um, kind of give the, give the whole montage of, of ads and, and let, let them know where they can, where they can follow you. So for all of my Instagram people out there, I am Carrie Pierce CrossFit. And then my website is just for me personally is carriepierce.com or to check out my programs. All of them are on powerabs.shop. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much and uh, look forward to seeing what comes up in the future. And I hope to see you, I hope to see you in person at, uh, at Wadapalooza. Yeah, that sounds great. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you enjoyed that episode. I had so much fun with her. It was a blast. I lost track of, you know, kind of even some of the things I wanted to ask her. But, you know, like I said, it's all good. She said that, you know, at some point she'll come back on the show and hopefully we'll run into her at Wadapalooza later on, uh, actually the beginning of 2022. Cannot believe that's coming already, uh, 2022, right around the corner. Uh, But I will be down there at Wadapalooza, hopefully doing some live broadcasts, uh, doing some episodes down there right in the thick of it with all sorts of athletes and vendors and and just amazing people that that go down there and do the the Wadapalooza event each and every year. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a blast. So if you are in Miami in January and you are going down to Wadapalooza, make sure you look out for me and uh, I'll be wearing the Wex Appeal podcast shirt and I have it on good authority. This is one of the things I wanted to ask Carrie about and I just I, I forgot to. I should have had it written down somewhere. But I have it on good authority to know that I'm going to have a special edition pair of shoes from a uh, a very, very talented individual. Uh, her name is Chandler. And if you go on Instagram, Brushed by Chan one she uh, does an amazing job. She has done shoes for Carrie Pierce. And that's what I wanted to ask her about was, was those shoes. But I forgot to ask her. Sorry. We'll get to it. I promise. Um and she's done shoes for Dave Castro, Bethany Shadburn, Justin Medeiros. Um, actually, the shoes that Justin Medeiros was wearing after he won the CrossFit Games were custom hand-painted um, Brushed by Chan originals. So if you go on Instagram, brush, Brushed by Chan 1, that is her Instagram site. You go check out all the shoes. 
and you can get on there and actually direct message her and get yourself a pair of custom Nobles, or she does Nikes as well, but she really likes Noble. She really, really likes Noble. Um, so I have it on good authority that at Wadapalooza, I will have one of those pairs of shoes on, so you can check it out. We're going to be doing some cross-promoting, and we're going to have her come on the show as well, and we're going to probably do like a live reveal, because she's doing this pair of shoes, and I have no idea what they look like, and I totally trust her to uh, to kill it with uh, with these shoes. So... We'll see what comes, and we'll do like a whole Instagram live reveal of the shoes and 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 review and all that sort of stuff, and have a good time. That is all the show that we have today. Uh, we've got more music episodes coming on Monday. We've got a fitness episode coming on Wednesday. Uh, we've got guests lined up. We're gonna man, we're gonna start hitting this thing rapid fire. Getting into the holidays, I will be traveling uh, up to Boston, Massachusetts, uh, in that area for the holidays, for Christmas. So I hope that you guys are getting ready for the holiday season. Hope you uh, have all your all your shopping done and food prepared because what is better than the holidays than, man, a meal with family and friends. It's just going to be a good time. We're going to have a, uh, a gym Christmas party, which is always always a good time, always fun. And then we've got I've got family coming into town. Then we're going and leaving town. It, it's just going to be... It's going to be pandemonium, but it's all fun. The holidays are crazy, but you got to enjoy that time with your family um, each and every year. So with that being said, enjoy this episode. I hope that you enjoyed this episode, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Peace. <laughs>